Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode one, motherfucking 38. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. Bingo. I'm Zach. <laughs> and we are here uh, doing Zach's pick of movies, bad movies, which is Samurai Cop and Face Off. So before we get into that, stop it. Stop doing that. <laughs> It really annoys me how John Travolta did that throughout the whole fucking movie. Um, he only did it because John Woo told him to. Probably. Anyway, before we get into those movies, guys, what the hell you been watching, playing, or doing? Zach, since it was your picks, you go first on what you've been playing or doing. Um, you know, actually, I haven't really been watching. No, wait. I watched WandaVision. I was about to lie. I forgot about that. What do you think of it um, without spoiling um it's pretty cool actually um the, the whole gimmick is like oh look they're lampooning sitcoms but like um you watch it for a while like the first couple episodes are kind of like you know they're kind of reminiscent of bewitched or whatever mm. but strange things happen throughout that are like off-putting like somebody will say something that just stands out and is like really weird or whatever. Like they're having a conversation like me and you are having right now. And all of a sudden they'll say, I can't leave. And it's just like, what? Or it's like, Hey, um, did you go to the grocery today? No. Help me. What? And it's just, what did you say? No, nothing. It's, I don't know what you're talking about, but no. <laughs> so is it kind of like Marvel with my twin peaks kind of thing? I mean, there's like weird stuff going on. It could maybe give you like similar feelings. Uh, the most interesting thing about it is it kind of breaks the Marvel formula. Really, it's not really like anything else they've done. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to say much else about it right now, though. Are you caught all the way up on it? Yeah, I, I like binge watched all seven episodes like Tuesday night. <laughs> Recently, there was, I guess, a twist, and it's really hard to not be aware. Like, I don't watch the show, but I'm blatantly aware of what the twist is just because of, like, you know, the number one song on fucking Spotify and a bunch of other memes and stuff. Yeah, I kind of. Re- I, I they know. named the song The Twist. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know why you did that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, though, what was really cool about it was how they really nailed, like, the whole framing and blocking of the shows they were kind of lampooning. Like, you can tell what they were trying to do. Like, one was, like, Brady Bunch. If you ever watched Brady Bunch on Nick at Night or some shit? Yeah. You can tell exactly that's kind of what they're going for. The one that got me was when they did Malcolm in the Middle. they did one that was just like malcolm in the middle and it was like bizarrely close almost it felt like i was kind of watching malcolm in the middle a little bit i'm surprised they didn't get brian cranston to come like in that episode or something as like that was vision he was brian cranston well no the brian cranston would be like a mailman or something just like a cameo kind of thing oh i see what you're saying yeah but yeah yeah that's um that's pretty much all I've watched besides these movies and um, I've been still reading comics. I'm reading a star Wars, Darth Vader comic. One of my friends let me borrow It's a newer one. Oh yeah. I heard that's really good. It's uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, surprisingly considering everything we know about comic books right now. <laughs> that's it. That's pretty much it. I've been kind of light on 
gaming and movieing and stuff for now. Yeah, I've been mostly watching wrestling and stuff. Andy, what about what about you? What have you been playing or doing? Uh, not a whole lot. I spent the beginning of the week finally beating Cyberpunk. Um, it it was a lot of fun. I wish the game didn't crash because then I could be like, oh, fucking game of the year. Everyone should play it. But wait till they fix it. Um, not much besides. I watched a, I watched a little bit of The Simpsons. Oh, uh, they put The Muppet Show on uh, Disney Plus, and I've been watching that. I fucking love The Muppets. <laughs> Just random episodes, nothing, nothing great. But I mean, it's all great. It's the Muppet Show, but that's it. Nothing, nothing specific. Yeah, it's pretty much it. I watched these two movies, and I, I mean, I finished Face Off like minutes before I sat down to record this. Like I was cutting it pretty close. Hmm. All right. Well, me, I watched some AEW. Um, kind of news that we're not doing news right now, but Big Show is in AEW now. He's going to be a commentator for the second uh, show that they're going to be eventually doing live on network TV, but they're it, it's weird. They have Dark, now they have Dark Elevation. Dark Elevation is like, I don't know. Dark is going to be competing with Monday Night Raw on the internet, which is, I don't know how that's going to happen. But anyway, I watched that. Um, I watched WCW Saturday Night, which me and Zach are going to be talking about tomorrow. Um, <laughs> there's a good fucking promo with Rick Rude and him being on commentating, which I will digress and wait for tomorrow. Uh, I want you guys to get into why there was a Saturday night wrestling program. This seems like a weird time slot for wrestling. Um, I mean, you, you, you can do it on getting some color if you prefer, but it's just, it's weird to me. Oh, well, okay. Well, it's up to you. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do it later. Okay. Okay. Um, gaming? Not that much, really. Um, You're yeah. falling way behind, brother. You better fucking start gaming. I know. It's, right. it's just a lot of shit that's on my plate right now because I work for the government and it's filing season. Uh, if, you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm, I'm the enemy pretty much to everybody in, in America. Um, Mine are filed. Where's my return, you bitch? I got mine. <laughs> yeah, wait 21 days. Yeah. March 5th. If you don't have your refund, then give IRS a call. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Nothing really going on. Uh, I, I hate to say this, dude. I, I kind of want movies back. Movie theaters. <laughs> After well, so many weeks of like, you see in them. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to get out of the house. There's no movies coming out. I that's exactly. I want Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry comes out. This oh, fuck that. It's funny because like for for months and months he's like, I fucking hate theaters. I can fucking die. Now he's like, finally, after so many months of that, he's like, I just want theaters to come back. Yeah, but th that's what they want to do though. They want to bring back movie like Bond and shit. They don't want to put that on HBO Max or any other streaming. Oh, they yeah. That's my thing. That's what I want. I want that shit to come back so that I can be like, yeah, hey, I want to go see Bond or the Batman with the his shiny vampire dude. No, not him. The guy from the lighthouse. That's what he is now to me. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, let, let's get into some Samurai Cop. Zach, take it away. This is your movies. All right. So like. I think Andy was the one that showed me Samurai Cop originally. 
this was like 10 years ago or some shit um did you ever see samurai cop i don't know we were sitting around fucking drinking goofing off one time or whatever I'm like no and then i watched it and it was like fucking amazing it's a religious experience it really is like honestly samurai cop is one of the classic bad movies in my opinion it's like we talk about oh do you like bad movies and you're like what are you talking about like you know stuff like the room samurai cop miami connection you know stuff like that um those are usually the first ones that come out of anybody's mouth troll 2 troll 2 i feel like the the room and troll 2 are the 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 whatever quintessential terabed titans yeah like samurai cop didn't really get traction until it sort of became a meme mm. like apparently i learned that you know that clip where he's in the um the hospital and he's talking to that nurse and it's like awkward as fuck yeah <laughs> that that was what made me do you want to fuck me and he's no. like bingo and there's all those like intercut shots of the of his partner Frank. like being like whoa like like obviously not recorded <laughs> at the same time they were he like does... all right just do a bunch of like reaction shots we're just gonna spice them in later and he's there's, like, there's always reaction shots of frank looking directly at the camera and just making like faces and shit throughout this whole movie <laughs> but my favorite yeah. my, my favorite part of the movie is the captain because he's like clearly like Upset, yeah, far and away. Yeah, upset for no reason, but then he like winks at the camera and like he's laughing and shit. Yeah, they leave in. He's like, "Get the fuck out of my office!" And and you can like feel. Okay, cut, cut, cut there. And he like leans back and starts laughing. It's like, why is this in the movie? I don't know. It lets you know he's really a good guy deep down. That's one he of just, my favorite scenes of the whole movie that lawyers and they're giving it the business. She's like, I don't fucking care what you say. Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Calls <laughs> <laughs> him a motherfucker. It's great. <laughs> he delivered his lines better than almost anybody else in this movie. He's like, though. I'll see you. No, I I'll see you in court. hell. I'll, I'll see you in court. I'll see you in hell, motherfucker. <laughs> That's the best line of the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we're going to be probably jumping all over the place on this one. I mean, I mean, it's so does the plot. It, it's sort of coherent, <laughs> but it does more jump coherent a lot. than say Miami Connection. Sure, it's it's more coherent than Savage Beach re- Return to Savage Beach. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it starts out. It just starts out with a damn chase. Or no, it doesn't start out with a chase scene. Um, it um, it does. It starts out with. No, it starts out with a katana katana gang killing a guy, I think. Oh um, yeah. And then it starts and then there's a chase scene that starts right after, just like, these are the good guys. And it shows Frank and fucking uh Joe Marshall, the samurai. They call him the samurai. So they called him they called him in from what was it, fucking LA or some bullshit? San Diego. San Diego. Of course a weirdo like him would come from San Diego. Can can we talk about Sorry, San Diego fans? I want to talk about the car, the van chase scene. By the way, that was... you want you want to talk about that sweet van? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, that sweet van was. It seems like it was gonna be sweet. It looks like someone started painting it, and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm not gonna." It's paint good that. now. <laughs> so, I want you to remember that scene. So, like, they are following this van, right? And then they get the helo to look onto the van. So. They tell they tell the 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 female officer, yeah, we need you to look for the van. 
And then like Joe gets on the, the thing. He's like, now I want you to go look at the boat. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. and then there's like a marina full of like hundreds yeah. of boats. Look at the boat. And she's like, there's a whole, there's what boat? And then he's like, just look for the drugs. You'll find it. <laughs> she's all the way up in the air in a damn helicopter. <laughs> I got a really good tip. There are drugs. Find them. Yeah, Look, that's, that's about that's a marina, and it's 1991 in L.A. There's a lot of drugs there. <laughs> it's gonna be a fuck ton of drugs there. And then when the van blows up, which by the way was funny as fuck, like they were shooting a guy, and he like got him in the neck, and like fucking blew up, and then he's on fire, and like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm on fire, I'm on fire, oh, I'm on fire. <laughs> it's just like this really bad dub of a guy yelling, "I'm on fire," and. <laughs> And then, like, they're like, quick, get the, the blanket. And then they get, like, this little teeny tiny fire extinguisher. It's, like, this big. Mm-hmm. I like I like that in that scene where they're putting him out, the stuntman looks up and back, like, toward the crew. Like, are they going to put me out or what? Yeah, he, like, look, <laughs> he looks up real quick. They just <laughs> leave it in. Uh, I don't want to set him on fire again. I like, know oh, that's, that's, that's our take. Yeah. <laughs> but same scene, by the way. Same scene. They look up at the helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. You would think you would go to the fucking car to go get the radio, and they just talk. See you later. They, talk, they have a, they have a psychic connection, okay? But yeah, Joe Marshall looks up the helicopter up at Peggy. She's like, he's like, I'll see you at your place. And then she's like, says some shit or whatever later. What? And then she fucking flies off. And yeah. It's like, I I'm like, did he just talk to her directly with no radio, and she understood it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my god! What about what about uh, the assassination of the guy who got burned? By the way, that was fucking great. So, so like, you, go ahead. Now you, you you explain it because I had to go off of it after you uh, explain it. Okay, so the boss of the Katana gang—I can't remember his name. Everybody just calls him boss, so he's boss. He's like this little tiny Japanese guy with like a mullet. Always yelling, <laughs> by the way. Like, he always yells, and I think it's his real voice. I don't think it's a dub, because it's just how that dude sounds. He's probably some guy named like Joe from Texas, or <laughs> something. and he's like, "I want you to kill that guy. He can't survive." And, and he he yells at uh, what's his name Yamashita. He's like, "We'll see who the real samurai is, huh?" And he's like, "Yes, we will." And Yamashita is played by uh, Robert Zadar, who's I don't know. He's amazing. He's weird. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of a smaller Kevin Nash. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, he has that look. Mm-hmm. Uh, has that chin. That big chin, the beard. Uh, so Robert Zadar is like the main bad guy, muscle guy. He's like the rival, whatever the hell. Have you got, real quick, just to cut in, have you guys seen what Robert Zadar looks like when he doesn't have a beard? Is it really weird? Yeah. It's super weird. I'll have to look it up. I haven't seen it, actually. <laughs> um i heard he died recently i think uh 2015 well you know okay fine five-ish years not so recent but no (laughs) um anyway they go to the hospital to get this guy and then like joe marshall and frank go there and the 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 mayor the mayor the (laughs) commission the commissioner the chief police yells at him because the mayor's up his ass callahan Mm. No more fucking bloodshed. He's like, this guy's going to kill the whole town. I feel like I've had a massive stick shoved up my ass. <laughs> he literally says that. And then 
so they do the security detail and it's just like some guy who's like flirting with like the receptionist and he has a revolver <laughs> and they sneak in the hit Yamashita's girlfriend sneaks him in through like the a clothes hamper or like a trash bin or something she's gonna go through she's like are you gonna let me take out the trash and he's like oh okay even though they just told him nobody's allowed in except doctors and nurses yeah, just go in with them. It's the stupidest thing. <laughs> I, so they, they go in, and then the guy laying there, it fucking slays me. He's just like, he's got bandages, his, his blood and shit coming out through the bandages, and he's just like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you can't, he's like, okay, sell this, you're burned. And he just repeatedly makes noise, I guess. That's how you sell it. What? I always like to imagine uh, Amir Shurvan directing people, like telling them, okay, in this scene, you are burned. You need to be like, oh, ah, I'm so burned. The whole scene, please. Uh, oh, I, I, don't, so... I don't know what Amir Shurvan actually sounded like. That was, that was a stab in the dark. I was just hoping they would say, I'm so burned. And then he said, no, no, don't say that part. Just act like you're burned. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to make a movie about making Samurai Cop. That uh, needs to I think happen. they did. It's called like Enter the Samurai or some shit like that. I've always meant to watch it. And I never have. I think so. There's... It's like, is it like that movie, The um, Disaster Artist? No, no, I think it's an actual like documentary. It's not like a. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I think they're trying to push for like a samurai too. Because there he did. There is a samurai cop too. Oh, there is. It's, it's weird. All these movies have like a come lately. Oh, we've got all this fame because we're a terrible movie. We'll make a sequel, and then they're never as good. It's not the same. Mm. Yeah, you can't like you have to make a movie earnestly, and then it turn out like this for it to be really good like that. I, no one wants to see fucking Samurai Cop Two, Deadly or Prey. That don't waste my time. Yeah, because I I always think about this like all these B actor movies and these B actor or B actors and this B actors movies. Is like, do they really think they're top-notch actors, or do are they self-aware that this movie sucks and I suck as an actor? I mean, they're they're getting a paycheck, so I think that's what matters to most. I don't think any of them think they're making, you know, Casablanca. It's just, you know, I think most of them, yeah, they know that what they did, that movie they made thirty years ago or whatever, wasn't good. They were just trying to make it in Hollywood or something. It doesn't mean some of them aren't trying though. Like you can tell, like some of them are like, I'm gonna fucking try though, mm. like uh. The, the police commissioner or um uh I don't know, just some of them. <laughs> Robert I think Robert Zadar tried. Yeah, he seemed professional. He seems like a professional kind of guy. Or yeah. I, I think the one who was trying was the cops who his his wife got like uh ra- they take they kinda like thread the line like I wanna rape your wife but kill your wife at the same time by pulling on the clothes. Uh but they, they, yeah. yeah. They rape killed her. It was yeah. a rape kill. But it, I feel like that cop was like trying, like no, don't do it, <laughs> and he like got it. He's like, I want you to be serious, and it came off weird. Um, the character was weird. He was only in like three scenes, but just, yeah, all of the scenes were weird too. Like it was always like Pe- Peggy, the 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 girl that flies the helicopter, always just randomly flirts, like really vulgar, like she's too. Like out a of huge slut, I guess. Like at first, it's kind of like she's the girlfriend of the main character, but then. He clearly just flirts with everything, so yeah. they're like, eh, but she's okay with it because she's slutty, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, there's that part where they, they find the, the one of the 
katana gang flunkies, the the bald guy with the Fu Manchu. Okamura. Okamura, yeah. Played by Gerald Okamura. Gerald. <laughs> they couldn't even come up with a name for the character. They just named the character the guy's last name. I Gerald, didn't recognize Gerald it. He, he turns up every once in a while in like Best of the Worst. That's how I know that name. He was also in Return to Savage Beach. Remember? He he's, was a little Japanese guy. Oh. Like, I, I know the martial arts. He's, uh-huh. you know. he's got a bit part in Big Trouble in Little China, too. Yeah, I remember him from that as well. I don't know if people would uh, know that about that know that this about us, but we like that movie. Yeah, no, you, we don't like that movie. You can't tell. <laughs> but they they find out they get a tip. They can find this dude at his house or whatever the hell, and he's getting ready to like bang some chick, and he, it's hilarious because he's like in a speedo, like right before it starts. I don't know why it just looks like, funny. Uh, to me. Uh, it's like man, just put a shirt on. It's or something. I don't know. Yeah pants on by the way one or the other is better okay by the way you're missing the part where peggy was like flirting with the old cop where she's like uh joke i guess that's what i was getting ready to say i was building towards that they go there and they're they're you know joe and fucking frank are like all right we're gonna go in you go to the other side if your shots come running it's like come run run where (laughs) (laughs) then they go off on their side, and that leaves Peggy and the older cop dude. She's like, hey, preacher, we're not doing anything right now, so you want to fuck? And he just looks at her, and he's like, shut up! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. Uh, yeah. But kind of to backtrack to the, the assassination, did you guys think it was outrageous that she brought a fucking like, tall man with, uh, with a katana in the, the, the bag to just kill that guy? It's clear in the scenes where she's pushing it through the hallway that Robert Zadar is not actually in that cart. <laughs> also, he was dressed like a doctor. So why, why he... is he in the thing? Like, why, why is he in disguise if they're just going to put him in the stupid trash can? Thing? Oh, and you want to talk about, uh, you know, them being in a hospital and then all of a sudden being in an apartment complex fucking parking lot? <laughs> because, by the way... <laughs> This it reminds me of when he was trying to leave, and then like they had three guys try to stop him, and it was all dubbed really poorly, and they said the same thing. Hey, where are you? And then he just like punches him, ah, and he falls down. And that happens like three times within like fifteen seconds. Or in the beginning, uh, I know we're jumping around a lot, but like in the beginning, uh, when the two gangs were on top of the roof and stuff, like the one guy sounded like a fucking robot. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, but to the camera shots and the editing was so terrible in this movie because literally there was a part where Joe and um, the other bad guy, the Kevin, I'm just going to call him Kevin Nash. Um, <laughs> the Kevin Nash guy would have a fight in like this like wooded area. And then all of a sudden it was like open with no trees. Yeah. So I'm like the, the scenes are changing when they're, you know, fighting and stuff. I haven't watched this movie. That also happens when he fights Okamura. He, they're like in. They're almost. It looks like what what looks like a jungle or some shit at first, and then all of a yeah, sudden like they're just they're in a bamboo grove or some shit. Like then they're just like in some field. <laughs> it looks like it's been plowed by like a bulldozer or something. Um, he shoots him. He's like, "Well, this one's dead too." Oh, oh. Uh, jeez, I'm trying to remember what else happens. Oh yeah, like. They go to this scene where, like, they're at a restaurant somewhere, and then, like, fucking Joe Marshall knows that the boss of the Katara gang is there. He hangs out there or whatever. So he goes to confront him like a total fucking badass. 
in front of all of his flunkies. Mm-hmm. He's like sitting there. He's like giving gifts to like the girl that owns the restaurant and shit. And then he just walks up to all of them there. And he's like, hey, I'm coming after you. I'm going to I'm gonna bring you in or whatever the fuck he says. Something generic like that. And then his lawyer gets up in his face and just threatens him. He's like, I'll sue you. And then he's like, I don't give a fuck if you sue me. Or so he says something like that. And then that prompts one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. When boss says like, oh, you have nothing on me. It doesn't matter. And you know, as they say. Get the hell out of my face. <laughs> you know, that old saying. You know, yeah, that old saying. Like, it's an American saying or something. <laughs> no, my favorite part is when the transition of them, like, going to their car in the, the parking lot. And then, like, those villain, like, the Kevin Nash guy just sends out, like, all his uh, grunts and stuff. He, got, he, like, looks back and he's like, you go. And then, like, another one comes up in the line. And he's like, yeah, you, you. And then he stops that one. He's like, no, not you. <laughs> it's too many. And then they throw grenades in the park in the tiny parking lot. And I'm just like, why is like the other car still standing there? Like you would think the both cars would blow up and shit, but I digress. Yeah. Like the whole fight takes place where like Joe kills like fucking three or four people in that parking lot. And (laughs) Robert Zadar just like unloads with a submachine gun, like four clips and throws a damn grenade grenade out there, blows a car up and that, no cops, no fucking nothing. <laughs> and they just transition to another scene, as this movie usually does. Yeah, and I guess uh, moving along the plot, um, so Joe has a love interest in this movie. It's the girl that owns the restaurant. I think her name's Jennifer. Yeah. He says that really lame-ass line to her when he's standing there. What's an all-American girl like you doing with a creep like this? <laughs> even say that shit with a straight face i hate i hated the scene where he like went to the to her restaurant office which is like on top of the restaurant why because it has that creepy yarn lion in it yeah what she the fucks with that lion man <laughs> she <laughs> oh like, the center of the shot i'm like what is that <laughs> i feel like the director every time is like i want you to go to stand next to that lion every time you have something to say because literally every time she had something to say to answer joe she would get up stand up right next to that lion and deliver a line and then go sit back down every time just rewatch that scene <laughs> it fucking annoyed me <laughs> Um, geez, I'm trying to remember what happens after they catch Okamura. They, um, I don't understand what happens here. Like, you know, like Joe goes to like some kind of like film editing place or something. Uh, I don't, I don't, I never understood what the purpose of that scene was, like what he was doing. I think it was just, they wrote in the plot that, oh, then they get a bunch of gangsters from New York and they're going to kill him. And they're like, well, what's he doing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it went, because it's just like, I think they were trying to say... The people that, who made this movie had access to that set because they use it to edit film, and they're like, oh, we'll just film here. It won't cost us anything. I'll, that's what I think. So I think I think what they were going for was he had fucking footage of somebody, some kind of proof doing something, but they just didn't establish it. And... Like you said, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there. But it has my favorite transition in the entire movie. Because <laughs> he's having a gunfight with all these people and shooting them out in the 
back behind the alley and jump. He jumps off of a dumpster, and all of a sudden, it goes to like Robert Zadar's girlfriend, like just taking a robe off, and they start fucking on the. It's like in the middle of like a bar in the music, even like it is really jarring. It's just like he gets done shooting a guy, and then cut right there. That's the next scene. Just no transition, nothing. But but even I what I found hilarious throughout that uh, that whole scene there is like. Does the director think that like when we're gonna call the guys from New York that it's literally like four black dudes and one Italian type of character? That's New York, isn't it? I guess. I guess <laughs> that's what everybody like who's not American. Like we're just gonna get four black dudes and one Italian guy. And the Ita- I remember what's his name? Amir Shervan. Uh, Shervan. He's from Iran. So he only knows like stereotypes about New York. So what comes from New York? It's black guys in Harlem. And it's Italian guys and wherever the fuck Italian Little guys Italy, are, Little you know, Italy. I they're everywhere in it, honestly, but yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah, that, that transition was wild, dude. Um <laughs> which was funny because I watched this movie twice. I watched it without the uh Rift Tracks commentary, then I watched it with the Rift Tracks commentary, and they're like, Whoa! <laughs> they were just like Whoa. Whoa. we go from a, a guy you know, you know, propping his gun on a chair by the dumpster, shooting at Joe into like fucking. <laughs> it was like so weird. Uh, every time Joe was in his little speedo when he was trying to have sex with Jennifer, um, the whole time uh, the commentating team were just like disgusted. Like, can we like fast forward this? <laughs> this is unnecessary. <laughs> no, it's necessary. You have to establish the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think after that point is when Yamashita gets serious. He's like, boss, I will find him and I will fucking murder him. Mm -hmm. So he starts like putting the squeeze on all his friends and shit. He goes to like the older cop dude's house. And that's goes into the scene you talked about where like him and his goons fucking get his wife and kind of try to rip her robe off or whatever the fuck she was wearing. They kill her in front of them and then they just fucking stab him. And they both, I guess they both just die. Yeah. Damn, that's kind of rough. No, what what really annoys me is when they went to Peggy's house, right? So yeah. I got to ask, what's in the pot? Because I'm thinking it's oil, right? It has to be like olive oil, but it doesn't look like olive oil. It just looks like fucking boiling water in a pan or well, a, a pot or whatever. I don't know. I mean, they're not really going to burn her so or, or just dump oil all over her. So it's like, yeah, just put water in it. Nobody's going to really fucking know. Whatever. I did. I noticed right away because I'm like, it's not that thick. And <laughs> you'd be hearing, you didn't really hear it that much. What I really liked in that scene was when they come in there and then she's like, oh shit. And then she's smart at first because she tries to reach into that little drawer she has in her kitchen where she just keeps a fucking gun. But it was like, it was clearly a Beretta. Yeah. And then in the next frame, it was some kind of old ass revolver. <laughs> it's I, like they changed guns between. I'm glad you said that because I was like, am I fucking high or drunk right now? Because I'm, I swear that was a Beretta. And then all of a sudden, like, fucking a, a six shooter came out. It turned into a cult single action army. <laughs> Magic of cinema. Yeah, um, yeah they, they torture her and get the address. And then they try to kill Frank, too. But Frank's too much of a fucking player to be killed. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let that, that, let that fly. Yeah, so he, like, tricks some dude into fucking around in his closet while he, like, stabs that fucking guy with scissors and shoots them both. <laughs> and then he tries to warn Joe and, like... 
and he's just kind of like mildly annoyed because he's trying to get laid. Mm-hmm. He's like, Joe, you got to get out of there, man. They're, they're coming. And he's like, what? They're coming, man. They're coming right now. Just get out of there. And he's just like, what? And he just looks out the window and he's like, too late. They're already here. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be more bored. He's oh, they're here. All right, I'm going to go shoot some guys. I forgot. One of my other favorite cuts was like, I think, yeah, they were torturing people. And then all of a sudden it cuts to Jennifer's ass before she does a fucking dive. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird because it's cut between their date, I guess, because she's at his house and eating cake and and swimming in the pool. And then, like, this cop having his wife murdered and stabbed and then threatening Frank to cut Frank's dick off and and all this other stuff. It's it's not it's not very it's not good at it. That's not how you, you always got to do like a cu- juxtapose extreme violence with 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 tits and ass, yeah, sex, sex yeah. and violence. Amir Shervan knew American cinema better than we thought. Okay. I will By say. By the way, uh, anyone who's paying attention might remember that this is not the first Amir Shervan movie we watched on Big Trouble. What was the other one? Uh, it, it shares one word in common with Samurai Cop. Oh, uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Hollywood? Hollywood Cop. Hollywood Cop. Yeah. yeah there it is. That movie was fucking hilarious, dude. I didn't watch I didn't watch that. I just I I was looking at his uh filmography and I was like, Oh, he made like four movies. It's like I kinda wanna see all of them. <laughs> uh most of them are on Amazon, I think. I mean, uh uh Hollywood Cop is for sure. I recommend go watch it, uh, then listen to our episode on that, and then watch the uh, Best of the Worst Spotlight episode about it. It's really good, too. Cool. It's almost as good as our show. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. What did you think of the final fight? Well, there was two final fights. Yes. See, they they go to the boss's fucking palatial estate, I guess, and... They just start like fucking gunning everybody down. And mm. They go in there and he's got like two different guns as well. He has like a revolver that looks different. Then he, in another shot, it's a totally other different revolver or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think somehow they get Jennifer. I can't remember how. He's got her though. And then he's like, ah, give up. You won't shoot me. You're a cop. And he was going to, but then Frank's like, no, you're a cop. Or no, that's at the end. I'm sorry. Yeah. I get that mixed up. But he's like, oh, okay. He gets them to put their guns down and shit because he doesn't want to shoot his new girlfriend. He just got this one. <laughs> he's, you know, he's only hit it once or something. But like, he's like, all right, let's put our guns down. He's like, ah, you Americans are as dumb as I thought you were. Ah, and then I, I don't remember how he gets taken out, actually. I just, I totally forgot. I don't remember either. I just, somebody just comes in and shoots him i think <laughs> and then that, that just kind of f- frees the whole situation up it's like oh okay well this is over and then he's like it's not over i gotta go get yamashita he's fucking out there so they go to his hideout and get him and get all his guys mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's it's i like this because two two things stand out to me about this whole fight scene is like there's a dude in like a metallica shirt and like converse sneakers yeah, he's just trying really hard. He's like climbing up on the roof and like running and shit and like doing this. 
and really trying to make it look like he's he's like in an action movie getting ready to kill some guy or some jet and then he just gets popped and flops off the roof <laughs> <laughs> he was into it and then the big the big thick guy trying to hide behind trees mm-hmm. he's like three times the size of the trees he just comes out and awkwardly shoots a shotgun and just sneaks behind the little trees mm-hmm. <laughs> then he runs out and then frank just goes pow pow and he's like oh it just falls down awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the gunplay in this movie is very strange. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Along with a lot of the dialogue. <laughs> um, uh, even Yamashita's girlfriend gets into it. She comes out with like some kind of SMG and she fires three bullets and changes the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and then just changes the magazine really awkwardly. In full sight of the person who shoots her. Listen, she played Counter Strike. She knows what's up. You can just shoot a couple bullets. You fucking reload immediately if you got. I was. I. I am guilty of that. <laughs> I am too. But, um, she gets blown away with no fanfare or anything, which is kind of weird because I feel like she was, you know, kind of there for a lot of the stuff with the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And I thought Robert Zadar, Kevin Nash, Yamashita cared about her. I guess, but I guess not. And they, they, and, they have this katana fight. They have a katana fight because he's like, you're you're a samurai, then pick up a sword. So he picks up the dude's sword that Frank just shot when he was going to try to fist fight him, and that dude had a sword. I forgot about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, what are you doing? He's just, like, going up the fire, and then he's just like, fuck this. He just shoots him. <laughs> uh, but they have a really awkward sword fight that's obviously sped up footage. Yeah, it annoyed the fuck out of me, dude. Like, I was like, they're hitting the spots, but it's, like, so awkward. Then I'm like, oh, they're speeding it up because they're terrible. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Did you notice, too, that when uh, Robert Zadar is like, get me my sword, he got the guy hands it to him. If you look closely, the blade is, like, complete shit. It's, like, full of nicks and, like, really <laughs> awful. Like, it's clear that they've been, like, practicing or something with it because it's all beat to hell. Yeah. He's yeah. like, this is my sword. And this sword looks like shit. And they they did all like the samurai stuff. They're like putting their hands on top of <laughs> doing it slow. Fucking shit, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yes, <laughs> doing all that kind of stuff. And then like they fight, and then fucking Joe overpowers um, Yamashita, and he's like done. And he's like, it's finished. You're done. And He's like, kill me. You know the code of the Bushida. He says Bushida, not Bushida. Yeah, Bushida. Yeah. <laughs> Male version of Bushida? What the fuck? Yeah. That's what they follow. But then, like, Frank's like, no, Joe, wait. Like, he, like all of a sudden, he remembered he was supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. You're a cop. And then, he, then he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I am a cop. I shouldn't behead this guy. I don't know why he fucking killed everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> It's not okay to kill this guy, though. Because I... Yamashita pulls out, like, a Wakazashi. That's the short one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he pulls out a Wakazashi. Look how much of a fucking Japanese nerd I am. And he guts himself. And he falls over and he's done. What are you doing? It's okay. He wants to die with honor. It's... As a cop, I won't kill someone, but I'll let them kill themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I... I highly recommend to see this film because it's so funny to watch. And I, I kind of want to bring up the fact that 
yeah, Savage Beach had a lot of titties. This movie did pretty well with like showing titties, but like not enough to be like a porno movie like Savage Beach was. Yeah. Like, like they didn't, they yeah. didn't, they didn't go into a fucking plane ride during a rainstorm to take off their wet shirts, and then replace them with the same kind of clothes they were just wearing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about Samurai Cop or recommendations? Uh, it's awesome. Watch it. Okay. Zach, what yes. about you? Yes, this is a, a classic. Right. Um, and I'm gonna try to watch the other movies this guy made. Watch Hollywood Cop. It's amazing. Then watch our podcast. It's it's got a child who can talk to dogs. <laughs> what? <laughs> all the time. All the time. I say that line for that movie. I like dogs. He just says it real weird. And it's 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 as they say, it lives in my head rent free. I've been seeing that everywhere lately. Is that is that why you always say that? I like dogs like that. <laughs> No, do I say it around? I, I, I say I say it weird. I like dogs. He just says it so weird. It just stands out. <laughs> I, I I had me a goat, but when I get out of here, I'm gonna get me a dog. <laughs> it's true. The kid had a goat. And what you don't know is that it's that's the director's uh, biofilm because he had a goat. Now he wants a dog. He likes dogs anyway. Face off time, Zach. Face. Off. Fuck you. <laughs> no, man, no. Alright, so, you never seen Face Off. I don't know, like, I'm sure, like, wait, why? I thought this movie is, like, you know, well-received, and it, it's, ra- it's rated surprisingly high on, like, a lot of websites and shit. And, I don't know, it's just, when I saw it, I was like, this movie's dumb as hell, but I enjoy it. Like, the, if you just, if you really sit there and think about the plot, and see this acting and everything that goes on it in it it's like this is fucking ridiculous this movie has an 80 million dollar budget at the time and it's it's just a big budget bad movie to me that's what i always thought it was i uh not to be too contrarian but i fucking loved this movie and honestly like i think it's too good for the bad movie category like it's it's competent it's i mean I love it too. If it's well acted, it wouldn't be as memorable. And I'm not saying like both of them, like both of them have to do like the other their impression of the other one, and they both do a fucking great job. Yeah. Uh, particularly Travolta's cage is really good. He nailed it. I think so. I, I don't know. I had a ton of fun watching this movie. This movie's super good. I, I was gonna say though, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like I I still really like this movie, but to me, it was always like this movie is like not good in a lot of ways, but somehow it just everybody loves it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I will will say like in the beginning and like middle part of the movie, I was kind of like this is pretty boring, and like I, I didn't really like John Travolta as John Travolta's character. Uh, and Nicholas Cage is just funny as fuck. So whatever he was doing, I was just liking. Um, the fucking opening scene where he's like planting the gigantic ass bomb, and I don't know what the fuck that was. The LA Convention Center. They, they yeah, what did he put? Where is that? Like, what is that that he put it in? I don't know. A big cylinder. Some kind of big cylinder in the LA Convention Center, and he's dressed up like a a priest. Mm-hmm. And he, like they're singing hallelujah, and he's doing this flourishy shit. He goes out there and finds like a choir girl, and he just starts like 
again, very vulgarly flirting with her. Grabbing her ass and shit. Grabs her ass and he goes, oh, and he makes like an O face. (laughs) (laughs) So I totally didn't remember that. From the meme. Yeah. I I like how he's headbanging to fucking hallelujah. (laughs) Some people are looking at him like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. and, And by the way, I got mixed up a little bit because I was like, oh, he grabbed that blonde girl's ass. And then I'm like, Oh wait, is that John Travolta's daughter? And it's just totally different people. Nah, it's just uh, some other blonde girl in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, but back to what I was saying. This movie, I was like, it, it had mixed signals because I'm like, it is a bad movie. But then there's a part of the movie where I'm just got really, really interested in into it, and it started getting a little good. Um, especially when you know the they switch faces and shit. Uh, and they had to act like each other. And like Andy said, like when they were doing that, I was really digging it because <laughs> Nick does, uh, Nick Cage does a good John Travolta and John Travolta does a good Nick Cage. Uh, and you know, they had to turn down the person because Nicholas Cage <laughs> had to be normal, uh, when he was not like being near his brother and his goonies. Uh, and what I really liked about, Nick Cage being with the the terror I guess you call them terrorists right because they're trying to bomb a fucking a convention drug dealers some of them yeah I got to the point where I was rooting for the bad guys like I was feeling for them and that was weird for me in this type of movie because you're just like I know that's a good guy and a terrorist but the, and then you started seeing like the different personalities of the the bald headed dude and then the yeah. the son and I was like holy shit I'm like rooting for these guys I want them to beat the fucking FBI or the NSA or the CIA they do a really good job where it's like clearly they're scumbags and drug dealers and whatever but I think the part I laughed the loudest at and one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is when they're attacking the guys home the the FBI guy is rappelling through the ceiling and he goes I fucking hate cops blam <laughs> With the shotgun and like blows the guy away. And then like, they, yeah! he has another great line too, where like after all this shit's going on, I was like, they're fucking up my place, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in the middle of a huge firefight. For the longest oh. for the longest time during that whole scene where the you know the CIA and uh the terrorists were fighting, I thought the kid was gonna get shot. Like I thought like uh John Travolta's character in Nick Cage was gonna uh relive that scene of seeing like a child get shot again uh and i was like no no don't, don't do this you can't do this and they didn't obviously um but to, to kind of rewind back john travolta before he had to by the way the plot of this fucking movie is stupid <laughs> i just, just want to say that like because uh, uh, there's a portion like why did nick cage character shoot john travolta's son was that ever established? He said it was an accident at the end of the movie. He's trying to kill Travolta. He's trying to kill Archer, and the bullet just like went right through him and then into his son. Mm-hmm. He should have used a lower caliber bullet to fucking kill him, or shot him in the head. Yeah, or shot him in the fucking head. It was in the sn- bad assassin. He was. He had a sniper rifle on top of like a hill, like across a street. Like, yeah, like the way this movie starts is like weird because it's like they're on a carousel and he's all like really he's with his son, I guess, but he just looks weird. Something about that comes off weird to me. The whole movie shot, I mean, it's John Woo. The whole movie shot kind of weird. Like, I love it, 
I uh, have you guys ever seen Hard Boiled? Real quick. No. It's like it's in my opinion, it is the John Woo movie. Man, it's so fucking good. But it's got a lot of that uh, gun porn kind of stuff in it, as far as like the the gunfights go. But then also like weird hard cuts with uh, uh, tilted angles. It's hard to describe, but it's a very John Woo movie. This as well. But that's when he first establishes the thing where he like grabs his face and does this to your face. Why? I hate that. And it's like this is what I thought. Like, listen, like I know during this time right now, now it's fashionable to be like a huge germaphobe and have like a psychotic bent about it. I kept thinking about that. I was like, ah, oh, get your germs off me, John Travolta. God damn it. But I was a germaphobe before this was a moral popular thing to do. You were like, I was just like, you've been touching a bunch of shit in this amusement park, and you just put your hand all over your child's face and then his fucking mouth and shit. It's yeah. <laughs> gross. Seems like something you would see apes do in the zoo. That's what I thought, actually. It's like I've, I've seen monkeys do that. Like little a couple times, but at the end of the movie is like the grossest one because he does it to his daughter, and you can see his middle finger like catch her bottom lip and like fold it down a little uh. bit. Ah, John Travolta's finger was in that little girl's mouth. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, will you watch what you say on this show? <laughs> canceled. <laughs> canceled by John Travolta's legal team. I mean, it's okay, John. Isn't John Travolta doing like uh, acting like a mentally challenged person in films now? Is that like his gimmick? I thought John Travolta was just a mentally challenged person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I never saw the fan. I always meant to. <laughs> By the way, directed I, by Fred Durst. I think he just quit Scientology, though, is, is what the tabloid said when I was at Walmart last time. Oh, that's oh, why. That's yeah. why, that's why he's mentally challenged. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I didn't think you could just walk away from that. A couple people have. I guess he's one of them. When's Tom Cruise going to do it? I thought he already did. Well, he's trying to save movies by yelling at his uh, crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, gotta get back on track though. Um, <laughs> uh, there's like this scene where like Nicolas Cage comes up to like this is after he plants the bomb. He set us up the bomb in the LA Convention Center, mm -hmm. and he goes to like the tarmac on like a fucking airstrip, and like I guess it's his brother. And they don't really establish it very well at first, but then later on you figure out, oh, okay, that really is his brother. Yeah. Um, you thought it was just he was calling him bro or some shit? I thought that too. I thought it was just like I, – I thought, oh, he's going to kill this weirdo. But no, it's literally his brother. Yeah, just because he's acting weird and shit, you can't tell at first. Um, What's what, what the hell was up with that box he had? They just had like a bunch of different stuff. And gum? Yeah, he had like drugs and pills and money and guns and also chiclets. And different sunglasses. There was like multiple pairs of sunglasses in there. I loved his guns, by the way. Nick Cage's guns were fucking amazing. Yeah, I was like, good. it was like there was just customized Springfields. You, you could tell he said Springfield custom shit on the, the front of the slide. Mm -hmm. So you can get gold Springfield 1911s like Nicolas Cage had, if you want to pay like fucking two thousand dollars, I guess. Okay. <laughs> here's a here's a poll for uh, best girlfriend. So Nick Cage's girlfriend. Or ex-girlfriend, I guess. Or uh, John Travolta's wife in the movie. Who's hotter? Really? Yeah. I'm going Nick Cage's <laughs> girlfriend. Why did you pass? Oh. Oh. 
Um, we call it. So this the- is where they have the crazy scene where, like, though, like he's getting on a plane to fly out of here, and there's an FBI agent in his fucking private jet or whatever. And actually, I think that even the pilot is an FBI agent, <laughs> and he starts flirting with the the stewardess, I guess. And then he's like, you know, I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> <laughs> What would you do? You want to suck my tongue or some shit? And she's like, <laughs> No, he, he like he's no. Let me rephrase that. What's he say? Uh, would you be happy if I let you suck my tongue? That's right. But That's he says, right. like suck my tongue." tongue. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, weird." And then she does it, and then when you find out that was an FBI agent, you're like, "Oh God, that had to suck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like. John Travolta is insane, and he's like trying to chase a, a plane with a fucking Hummer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like playing like chicken, chicken with it. He's like, "You're playing chicken with a plane? What the hell?" Like uh, that dude that's with him. I forget his name now. Why does um, the FBI have a Hummer? Why not? It was the late '90s. Yeah, but why? What do they I, need it for? They always do that in movies, in these big budget movies. The fucking cops or the FBI always has like big black Hummers. Yeah, I guess it's just uh, it's weird. It is maybe, weird. Maybe the FBI just legit had them, though, I guess. It's possible. Um, but, yeah, he tries to play chicken with a jet. That really happens. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking would happen there. Um, and they get in a gr- gunfight, and it's crazy. They're blowing each other away, and then they're, like, in a parts factory, or, like, a parts factory, like, some kind of parts area for planes. Yeah, but it's got like test equipment set up or something. Yeah, like they're they're testing turbo on jet engines, and I, for a while I, I couldn't remember this movie because it'd been like sixteen years or some shit since I saw it, and I was like, I thought he was gonna get sucked into the turbine or something, mm-hmm. but no, it just blows him away, and he he hits like a, a fence and gets knocked the fuck out. That's how the fight ends. Uh, also, what the hell was up with like Travolta chased him into this area he was hiding in, and it, they didn't really establish that guys were running after him there, and it was just like there happened to be three other FBI agents for him to conveniently shoot in that location. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, where did these people come from? They were here a minute ago. <laughs> uh, that's how he gets caught, though. That's how Troy uh, Ke- Nicholas Cage gets caught. That's how he gets caught. But wasn't he confirmed dead? In that scene, pretty much, they make you think he is. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because like when he goes home, he's like, "I'm done. Like he's got he's got. I got him. I'm gonna be working at the desk. It could be great. I'm gonna be home all the time." Uh, and John Travolta's uh, voice is higher than that. It's squeak. It's almost squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's. <laughs> He thinks he's done, and then, like, he goes to the office the next day, and he's a huge prick at the office. It's, I was, why is he such an asshole? Like, the fuck? They're just like, we, good job, we got him. And he's like, I don't know why y'all are celebrating. Everybody he's died. Like, oh, here's a <laughs> champagne. Let's let's remember everybody that died. And then he just lays it there and fucking walks off. God, I don't remember him being such an asshole in this. Yeah, and then then that's when they get new evidence that a bomb is still active, and they have to like interrogate all of uh, uh, Nick Cage's terrorist group friends and their brother, and they're not giving anything up. And then there was like a, a two agents that are like part of the CIA that are doing like black ops kind of thing, where 
you go undercover by wearing Nick Cage's face and yeah. being like him. It's like, it's like a crazy plastic surgery laboratory. Yeah. And I was like watching that and I'm like, I don't remember this being so damn futuristic. It felt like something. Everything's that... a laser in that scene. Everything. It's all lasers. They use lasers to cut things. They use lasers to fuse things back together. They yeah. use lasers to make a guy's ear. All lasers. All the time. Lasers they, only. They manufactured an ear out of I guess like silicone and lasers. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to be like 3D printing in here, but 3D printing hadn't been invented yet because it was 1997. Yeah. I was like, like, this is kind of crazy. I did like that scene. I I was wishing they'd show like a gross out scene of somebody's face off. Well, they kind kind of do with Nick Cage with the glare off of the the window. I thought that was really cool. Is it in his glasses? Yeah, it, it was his glasses. Clear. The effect probably wasn't really good because they can't like remove his eyelids and like his lips and stuff. So they couldn't give you a good shot of his face because the effect was probably lousy. But what they did, I thought was really cool because they give you a couple glimpses and then you see his reflection. I saw it. I, I, they, they let you see it clearly like for a split second before that shot. It, they just put a bunch of red goop all over Nicolas Cage's face. Yeah, jelly. I was, I was like, God damn it. I just, I, I don't know. I wanted like a, a Martian from Mars, Mars Attacks. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> Especially with his reaction when he wakes up because he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he sold it really well. Like somebody realizing their face is off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like the shot because he's like having a cigarette while his face is off as well, which was uh, funny to see. Um, so I got to, you guys bring up technology, right? So when, um, you know, John Travolta as Nick Cage when he goes into the prison. What fucking prison is that where everybody's wearing these, like, magnet shoes? That I felt like I was watching a different movie for a second. I'm like, what the fuck prison is this? Yeah, it really seems like far-off future of prisons on Saturn or something. It's fucking bizarre. I, I kind of what... felt like it was supposed to be something from Demolition Man. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but I think it was someplace in Georgia and like the, the warden there is a huge asshole because they keep saying, blah, 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 you're in Georgia. And then you find out it's not Georgia later <laughs> when John Travolta as Nicholas Cage manages to escape mm-hmm. or Nicholas Cage playing John Travolta playing Nicholas Cage. I should say <laughs> that's what it is. Um, but yeah, they do this thing where he's got to take wear his face so he can they can figure out where the fuck the bomb is. His brother gets sent to that same facility. Mm-hmm. He's the one that made the bomb, so he's there and he like gets in a fight. Uh, I think to try to establish that he's crazy, mm-hmm. so people will buy him as um, Caster. Yeah, That's what it is. It he, was Troy Caster. I remembered suddenly. He he has to like uh, do that weird smile. <laughs> ah, like I remember he was like he fights this dude for a little bit and then he's kind of getting his ass kicked and then he's just like he's like going through this whole range of like emotional reactions and then he sees his brother looking at him and then he's like <sighs> does the crazy Nick Cage face he's like oh okay maybe it really is you yeah but um he gets the info and spills it but then Nicolas Cage wakes up in the fucking uh hospital and get he has his goons kidnap the doctor guy and make him john travolta yep 
That's what happens. And then he shows up at that fucking prison and taunts him, and he's like, guess what? I killed all the plastic surgeons, so we can't change back, so you're fucked now, and I've got your life. Bye. <laughs> it's, that's basically the scene. But, but one thing I want to point out, John Travolta... Wait, Nick Cage as John Travolta? Wait, no. I fucked it up. Jo- I'm just going to go... Who is John Travolta's character's name? Uh, Archer or something Archer. Sam Archer. All right, so Archer uh, as... Sean Archer. Yeah, Troy Troy Caster, who is now John Travolta. um, He's a better person at that workplace because he's, like, you know, praising everybody, (laughs) kissing everybody. (laughs) Like, they're all having a good time and shit. Um, The sex life with uh, John Travolta's wife is a lot better. Um, he, he teaches uh John Travolta's daughter how to fucking combat rape with a knife. <laughs> he gives her a fucking butterfly knife. <laughs> He's like, here, stick it in the thigh, twist it in. That way, the wound won't heal. Foreshadowing. Oh. <laughs> um, and then obviously I mentioned it before, where Troy Caster, uh, who is Archer, um, is like he's actually having feelings for the, the, the terrorist people that he's with because there was a part where like, Oh my God, you know, they're dying and you know, they're, they're fighting for me. Um, I, I, want, I want to say something real quick though, mm. because this is like a little bit after all this, some of the stuff you're saying happens here, mm. but how um, Archer escapes is he kind of asks, how do you get out of here? And they tell him, like, well, the only way they let you take the boots off is if you go to medical. So he starts another fight over a fucking cigarette. He does it that day, like that moment. He's like, hey, it's time. I'm doing it now. Yeah, he just decides Doesn't to do it plan. This isn't a fucking Birdman of Alcatraz. He <laughs> breaks out that second. Yeah, and then, like, so he goes there, and then they apparently they take you off, turn your magnet boots off, and shock the shit out of you. And did you notice... That the doctor was Joe Bob Briggs from TNT Monster Vision. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I saw him and I heard him talk, and I was like, wait a minute, is that? And I had to look it up, and I saw his name on there. Uh, his name's like John Bloom. That's his real name. This Joe Bob Briggs is just his fucking stage name. So I had to actually dig a little bit to figure that out. But I was like, I knew it was him. I knew that wasn't hallucinating. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. I like that guy. Um. They kind of escape though, him and this other dude who he had the fight with earlier. Uh, and all of a sudden, he's like, he knows how to like access this whole place's security and shut it all down and overload fucking generators and shit. What the fuck was that? He's like a computer guy now and he makes the TV explode. Yeah. And shit is exploding like from bullets. Like there's, uh, there's computers and shit blowing up and all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> but. He gets out, and then you find out this is on an oil platform. <laughs> and I'm like, this place looked bigger than what an oil platform is. Yeah, how was there room for all those prisoners in there? I don't know. I was, what the hell? Don't then, the population is like 626 or something, I thought. I, I guess. Plus, they, they did this shot earlier. I love this. He's like... He figures out he's on an oil platform, and he runs up on a helipad, and he's, like, looking around, like, I don't know how the fuck to get out of here. And he starts to, like, walk away, and then it does that really low shot where you kind of see the, the ground view of the helipad, and then the helicopter comes up in the horizon. 
Mm -hmm. They did that over 30 minutes earlier in the movie. It's it's like the same shot. (laughs) John really likes the shot. He does. He also likes uh, uh, doves. Yes, he fucking does. But I, I just I just wanted to get that out of the way because that thing bothered me where the prison was an oil platform. <laughs> I don't know. It just really bugged me. Um uh, what else? Um I'm trying to think. It, just keep on going. There's more. Yeah, uh so at that point he's like he makes it back to like land somehow i guess he zoom yeah he fucking swims there i guess i guess they didn't they had a helicopter but they didn't have any fucking boats they gave up they just wanted to look cool coming over the helipad and they're like ah, i get i he's i guess he drowned he they, jumps they just, in the water he's he's surely dead he's gotta <laughs> be uh it kind of he steals a guy's car from a parking lot there's just like an unsecured box where people's keys are he just steals a dude's car Oh, it's uh, it's the box for the uh, valet. Yeah. Oh, I I just figured that would be secure, like nobody could just get into it. I think he had just taken someone's car, so now it, all the keys were just there, so he just took one. Yeah, it was kind of like a. I guess back then they didn't care about security, so they're just like, oh, I'm just gonna be right back, whatever. Yeah. Um, Troy Caster, uh, Archer as Troy Caster, um, meeting his wife uh and like trying to con- conversate like he was like obviously being the he calls her on like the car phone yeah and he's like listen listen the man that you think is your husband is not him it, like i don't care what you do just get out of there go to your mom's house and she's like i don't know who you are and don't call this number ever again she hangs up mm-hmm. i mean what would you do i guess i don't i'm weird i don't know i like to entertain conversations like that just to fuck with people Mm-hmm. I, I, so yeah that's what i would do <laughs> and you would think i mean i think she would if she really cared about her family um i think it would be like who is this why should i go to my mother's like i think there should have been a rational like yeah she's she she might think it's a prank but at the same time she didn't treat it like serious at all she's like yeah just don't call me <laughs> it's just a prank bro she just figured that out mm. um I'm trying to think what happens next after this. John uh, uh, Caster as Archer keeps doing stuff, messing around with like the FBI. He defuses the bomb and takes all the credit for it. I forgot about that. That was great. I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he plans on. I guess his plan is to like get him and his brother like some some fucking immunity or some shit and get his face back. Is is essentially what his plan is. Well, he's going to cut out all the competition, he says, because he knows where all these other terrorist goons are, and he's, like, doing an awesome job putting the finger on them. Oh, yeah, it's his friends. I forgot. Yeah, I guess I just missed that like, somehow. Um, and that leads to uh, uh, the actual Archer kind of having to break down and get with all the drug dealers and the thugs and shit. Mm. And that's when he takes the drugs. I don't, what the hell does he put in this drink that causes that reaction? mystery drug it also looked like they were gonna have alka-seltzers because it looked like his stomach was upset like that was his emotion mm. like, <laughs> 1990 uh hollywood movie drugs imaginary yeah. drugs i'm sure it had some stupid name like serenity or nirvana or something <laughs> man you want to do some in yeah <laughs> 
He's just, he gives him an Alka Seltzer, I guess, because he looks like he's he's got indigestion. <laughs> and he got hot. He got high off of Alka Seltzer. And I wish there would. I wish that's what would have happened because he's like, dude, I, it's just an Alka Seltzer. Why are you acting weird? <laughs> no, <laughs> for this guy. That's when he tells him that he wants his face off, and then they do the famous line, "Face off." And he's like, yeah, face off. And then he, he passes out. No more drugs for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then like Archer, um, as Nick Cage, um, or as Troy Cast or whatever, he then he goes to the his house to have like a conversation face to face with the wife, and he's like kind of being reasonable in a way, but at the same time, I kind of feel with the wife is saying like, "Oh my God, this terrorist who killed my child is here with me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I feel a little freaked out too. Yeah, yeah, it was a perfectly normal reaction. I forgot what he. Oh, the fucking the blood type is what threw me off. Yeah, he's like, listen, it's it's A B. His is A B. Mine's O negative. You could check it. It's like okay. I mean, I guess it's something. Yeah, he stabs. I don't know. She stabs her. What would she stab him with? By the way, I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. Like See, a her... little pen with a little little needle, and it takes blood. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I I think they were like she need the script was like she uses a syringe to take a small amount of blood, and then in the movie they were like, no, we're gonna do some science horseshit, and they probably invented something. <laughs> I mean, they invented the whole thing with the face off. So yeah, and then she starts to believe in, uh, and then you know. Troy Caster as Archer comes in with like was was that two goons like were were those bad guys or were were those just like cop people I was confused about that I think those were his goons those were goons those were his goons yeah like there it creates a little tension now because she knows what's up Mm -hmm. and then so and then it's like she knows oh my god the psycho dude is in my house that killed my son Mm -hmm. well they, they also do a really good setup because he's talking to his boss. And he's like, I gotta tell you a secret. You're not gonna like it very well. Uh, I am Troy Caster, and then he kills him. Yeah, he karate chops him. Doing the same thing to his wife. He's like, I gotta tell you a secret. You're not gonna like it very much. And they set it up to be like, Oh fuck, he's gonna attack her. But then he's just like, I read your diary. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a good husband. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I love the pretty much. Is there anything else before we start getting into like the final scene where they're having like a fight? Pretty much. No, it's fine. I, they they fuck around. There's a huge ass gunfight, and then there isn't, and then there is. Yeah, because uh, I like the part where the the daughter didn't know who to shoot. I, I like that part. Pretty classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, this <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, this guy. Shot your brother. She's like, that's right. Blam. Right. <laughs> you want to talk about the setting and everything? How it's like set up in like a a, a beachside church? Yeah. That just has open doors. And it's just like got doves in it. Like why aren't Dove- they seagulls? <laughs> it's like why why aren't you shutting these doors? Why are you letting all these birds in? Why aren't they seagulls? Why isn't there bird crap everywhere? Yeah. And it it looks cool. It's got like a weird looking church. It's got like purple walls and shit and like oh yeah red. it's a cool looking setting that's for sure oh the standoff yeah. i forgot about the standoff the standoff was cool 
change. Yeah. It like, looks like we got we we got ourselves a bit of a predicament. I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I uh, it was really cool. They did a really good job. Honestly, it was better than I thought they would. But speedboat chase, that's what they cap it off with. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about speedboat chases, guys. I don't think. I get this weird feeling every time I see a boat chase. I think it's from all the Bond movies, how like they really drag that. I think that ruined speedboat chases for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, this is going on forever. And every time they're I get not, They're not as interesting. They kind of aren't. There's only so much you can do. It has to be quick. It has to be like an Indiana Jones. It's uh, Yeah, Indiana Jones had a pretty good boat chase, but the car chase, uh, something in the air, come on. Motorcycles, fuck yeah. But on a train. Yeah. Um, Man, it's fun. They did a good job. I like that they fight like on top of the boat while it's going. That's fun. That's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite part of the entire movie happens at the end. Oh, yeah. when he's trying to ruin his face. Yeah, where he like they're they're like all fucked up because that boat exploded all the fuck. I can't figure out why that boat created such a humongous explosion. I guess it's racing boat fuel. Because it was a speedboat, and they they showed the the fuel flying out was like red. I don't I don't know that much about boats. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, uh, they're kind of crawling away from the aftermath of the explosion. And they fucking fight each other with like pipes and just shit that's strewn about. And um, like he kind of kicks uh, Caster's ass, and then he's like, "All right, fine. You know what? You're not getting your fucking face back." And he starts to like try to cut his face off and ruin it and shit and he's got like a spear gun it's like jammed or something or he grabs it he's holding it he's holding the projectile so it can't launch or something i got a question i got a question because like he's cutting his face right but he's cutting like an outline you know how it got cut in the first place to the face so if i was gonna ruin your face wouldn't you go like this yeah, I, I thought he was like, oh, I'm going to scar up your face so bad you won't get to use it. And why wouldn't he go, you know, cut his face up? But instead he's like, <sighs> like really slow around the corner. Yeah. Maybe he was just going to peel it off and throw it in the ocean. Maybe. I don't know. Or let one of, those, <laughs> one of those doves catch it and eat it or something. That'd be funny. <laughs> he Finally, he, he un- dislodges his grip from the fucking spear gun and shoots him. And then he goes... He just goes, die! <laughs> like he's just freaking the fuck out. Like I didn't expect that, and it it, it made me laugh out loud. It just caught me off guard. It, it's a, it's pretty over the top. And then he, yeah, he just it's like he's breathing really hard. His eyes are crossed and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, like Caster's just like, and he starts singing that song from the beginning or whatever when he thought he was gonna fucking die or like you know when he's got him at gunpoint in front of the turbines but um he dies and then the fbi shows up and they're like uh archer are you, sir are you all right and then he, he just fucking passes out <laughs> and and you know uh then they find a doctor to, to switch back the face um and then we get that scene where Troy Caster's fucking son is now part of archer's family and the whole time i thought about it i was like this is kind of a reminder of like, wow, my son died because of your father. Now you're part of our family, kind of thing. It's Even like awkward as shit. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was kind of nice, but yeah, if you think about it too much, it does get a little fucky. Mm-hmm. He's gonna grow up to become liquid 
caster. He's gonna yeah. like want to fucking kill him and shit because he killed his father. He's like, I should have killed my father. I should have surpassed him. <laughs> you took that from me, sister. It's been too long. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that's how it ends, pretty much. Uh, they did one more awkward. One more to his daughter. One where he catches the lip. Yeah. And then the new son now. And, and by the way, that scene, like, he doesn't tell the wife, by the way. He just brings his kid and says, I, he's our son now. And she's like, okay. <laughs> but whatever. She just wants him to move on. Yeah. By bringing the terrorist son into the group. Um, I, I recommend this film. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Um, Andy, what's your movies? Yeah. All right. Uh, I've flip flopped week for weeks. I can't decide what I was going to choose, but I got them here. Finally, uh, we're going to watch Deadfall. Now, this is a movie that stars Michael Bean, Nicolas Cage, James what? Coburn, Peter Fonda, Charlie Sheen, among <laughs> others. And it is directed and written by Christopher Coppola, Nick Cage's brother, and also uh, Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Uh, this is this is a movie I've had for a long time. And back when I was doing videos on YouTube, this was my next target. I just never got around to it. So now we're going to watch it for the show. And like I said, I flip-flopped a lot, but I finally decided uh, I want to watch Zardoz. <sighs> Nice. Oh, we just got done watching all that Connery jazz, so uh, we're 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 nice and boned up on our Sean Connery. So might as well watch a Sean Connery sci-fi movie. It's directed by uh, John Borman. It's the movie he did either right before or right after Deliverance. I'm pretty sure, but that doesn't help us here. My uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, they're both available on Amazon. I can't remember if you have to pay to watch them or not, but if you do, it's like next to nothing, a few bucks. So watch them and then join us next week when we watch two of my favorite bad movies. I'm yeah. excited for Zardoz. I've never seen it. My friend Steve in the chat says Zardoz is a treat. And he said, uh, I think he was answering to one of you guys. It says right after Deliverance or something like that. So. How do you go from Zardoz to Deliverance? By uh, being John Borman. I guess so. Yeah. Um... Yeah, watch those movies and come back here, and then we'll talk about it, just like how we talked about Samurai Cop and Face Off today. Um, we got some news, tiny news to talk about. Um, Andy, since you've been following a lot, uh, GameStop stonks are up. Yeah, they're back up. There's not much more to add. It's just, you know, they came down, and everyone's like, oh, it's over, it's over, it's over, it's over, it's over. Stop talking about it. And now they're back up, and people on the subreddit are like, we fucking told you it wasn't over, so... It's just funny. <laughs> My favorite part is Dave Portnoy. I don't know if you know him. He's the uh, guy with Barstool. He does, like, all the pizza videos where he goes to every pizza shop in New York and, like, reviews pizza. And plus, he does a sports show. So he, he, he goes on his show, and he's like, where are these Reddit people getting this information, and why aren't they fucking telling me? <laughs> because he... <laughs> so... so uh, yeah, we got that going on. I I kind of want to bring up some AEW video games, by the way. So, Kenny Omega or Kenny Olivier, um, however you Twinkle want. Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. Yeah, Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang, and Marmo Finger Fuck, and the Dungeon Master uh, Brian Cutler. Um, 
can't take that seriously at all. Because his gimmick is he plays D and D and always brings out a big fucking D twenty when he's uh awesome. he comes out. I mean it's 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 good if you're into nerd culture, but like <laughs> that doesn't seem like a guy that's gonna win any matches though. Let's be real. Yeah, especially when you're facing like a Brian Cage or a Sting. Um I don't know why I picked those two. I think because they're in a feud right now. Um but anyway. Tomorrow, they're coming out with their casino game because, remember, they have a Casino Royale mobile game. Uh, not a Royale. That's fucking Bond. But there's a casino. Uh, you know that Money in the Bank, that Royal Rumble thing that they do? But not, they're actually having casino games with w, uh, AEW characters. That's coming out on tomorrow and AOS and uh, um, Android. Uh, there's a general manager uh, AEW game coming out soon. Um, that's the one with the the Audrey, the female ref. She's in control of that. And they showed behind the scenes for the AEW uh, console game of them doing all the sounds. So they were doing like DDTs and they were like breaking tables and shit just to show what's going on behind the scene. So in the general manager game, you can book a show better than what they do. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, I might do that. Yeah. Just just to satisfy me. <laughs> um, I just want to say this. Kenny Omega and Brian Cutler had the most awkward conversation during their little fucking YouTube show. And it was so terrible. I fucking hated it. I was I I literally fast forwarded it to the parts where they were showing the games because they were just like, Oh, I'm gonna create a Johnny jumping apple seed and and when I create the game, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? They were trying to be funny, and it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny at all. <laughs> they do that a lot. It's like Kenny Omega can't be a fucking heel, and he can't do fucking just be real. Be yourself, even if it is feminine and jazz finger McBang, whatever. What if that is his self? God bless his soul. <laughs> bless his heart. <laughs> Uh, but I digress on AEW games. I'm I'm actually happy because it kind of feels like they're using Ukes as a developer and AEW games is the publisher. So they're not looking like, you know, we're going to go off of 2K Sports or, a, uh, or EA or anything. They're just publishing it themselves, which is interesting. Um, Sony had their um, their video thing, their uh, state of the play. Uh, and Final Fantasy VII is getting an upgrade on PS5. It's going to have 4K 60 frames per second, uh, faster load times, better graphics, and a new episode. Um, what was now, it? Is it the new episode just for PlayStation 5, or is it for all, all versions? I think it's all. Good. What, what was it? Yuki? Is that the Yuffie. 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 God damn it. Yuki. I don't know why. You can tell who's a fucking poser here. Yeah. Who's a fake geek or girl? Come on. No, there's there's one of the new finals fantasy. It's coming out <laughs> soon. I'm pretty sure this is one of those uh, fantasy games with <laughs> the swords, and you fight the bad guys. I'm oh, it's very cool, very cool, very cool. Anyway, Yuffie, and they're gonna have like the back lore of like the wars and shit and what's happening. And apparently, it seems like they're doing a continuation after. Spoiler alert, even though I didn't finish the game, I know what happens at the end of the game. If you don't, haven't uh, finished Final Fantasy Remake, like you, Steve, in the chat, please uh, go away. Five, four, or mute. <laughs> Three, two. So, wait, the Yuffie thing, 
comes after Cloud uh, Seven remake. Yeah. Oh, okay. I figured it would be before because that's when the Wu Tai Shinra War is. Yeah, you kind of get back Lorinette, but also get a continuation after the uh, remake game. All right. Um, because they talk cool. about oh, Cloud disappeared, pretty much. Um. Anyway. That was the only thing that that was kind of like noticing about that state. I really of want the trailer for it to be like, "Where's Cloud? <laughs> I'll be waiting for you there." And people are like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII remake part one. It's like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just mix the plots. Like, for some reason, in Final Fantasy VIII, they like defeat the personification of uh, maybe not fate, but something else, and they end up crossing. And- Man, that would be fun, actually. I'd, I'd get down on that. I think you just made a better <laughs> game than Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's right, I did. Trying to think what else. There was something. Oh, Xbox Live was down, and now it's back up. Kind of like the Federal Bank that was down for, like, hours before that came back up, which was interesting, by the way. Uh, Thanks, by crypto. Yes. Please. Uh, did you hear that um, Federal is trying to make their own Fed coin? Yes, I've been following it. Closely. Fed coin. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. It's it's. It, I I hope it. It figures like Bitcoin is doing good now, and all these other digital currencies, and they're just like, we still need to make the federal bank powerful still. So let's make Fed coin. A lot of countries all over the world are looking into creating their own digitalized um, cryptocurrency. Yeah, just like China. China. In China, you're not supposed to be able to hold crypto, and yet they are still one of the countries that uses the most. So that goes to show you how effective a governmental ban on crypto can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to have your money safe from the governments, go buy crypto. Oh, state of the play, by the way. Uh, the new Oddworld game is going to be on P- PS Plus for free if you have PS Plus. Cool. I like those games. Yeah. I, I just like, like, even when they're not fun, I'm still enjoying their aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I th- I think that's um oh and sad news that Joseph Joseph's uh Josephus Josephus, uh, aka the Question Mark Man in NWA has passed away. We don't know how he passed away, but everybody from the NWA crew, including like Thunder Rosa and um Eli Drake and uh Nick Aldist were like R.I.P. So R.I.P. Dude. Um, he was funny. Karate. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. It was cool that he got kind of got popular a little bit there for a while. Yeah. All right. I, I think that's where we'll end it, unless you guys have something you want to bring up. Nope. That sounds good to me. Oh, um, if you want to watch some wrestling news, like we were talking in the beginning, getting some color, uh, we'll be live tomorrow. Um, yeah, we had to shift things around a little. Yeah. That's my fault. It's all good. Um, catch it tomorrow. We're going to talk about WWF Raw and and WCW Saturday Night. Uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Remember the dates? It doesn't really matter. Um, so dates don't. It'll matter. be in the show description. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to catch more Big Trouble with Podcasts, make sure you go to listen to, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher and Red Circle. Type in the Big Trouble with Podcasts, and then you'll see all our episodes. But until next time, everybody. Peace out. Thanks for listening.